Amen. We can see love radiating all over their lives. The love of God and that genuine love inside of them. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 All right. So today is Love Sunday. We're going to be celebrating love. Amen. How many of us love, you know, you love love? Uh, who loves love? How many of you have love in your heart? Amen. How many of you have love? You know you have love. You are just looking for who to show the love to. That's your only problem. Amen. Anybody has love, but you know, you are looking for expression. Nobody's looking for expression here. Okay. Oh, you are expressing already. This church. Amen. So, and um, God is good. Uh, Love is good. God is good. You say love is good today, just for today. Love is, uh, God is good. Some people are shy. You know, I, I love you can reduce the keyboard a little bit. I love what um, Bishop Oedipo said. He said it is foolishness to be shameful for what is gainful. You know, love is something that everybody likes. Amen. But outside, you know, there's that, you know, we know love is in levels. Amen. Are we together? And if you say the love of God, everybody is a hey, you know, in publicly. But we know the love they take more serious inside, you know, inside their closet. Am I, am I communicating? Am I communicating? Amen. Like, anybody has emotional problems here, God is going to heal you today. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, I just pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for everything you've done. We commit this word into your hands. Just, you know, speak to us today. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Think through my mind. Speak through my lips in the name of Jesus. That we'll be edified by this word in the name of Jesus. Be that glorified for in just precious name of prayer. Amen. So briefly, because we have a lot of things today, I'm just going to be, you know, giving a charge today. You know, I'm not going to do, you know, teachings. I'm just going to tell us the necessity of, you know, certain things. So every, you know, every Sunday around uh, February 14th, we talk about love. And for the past four years... When people come here, they, we only talk about three aspects of love, three dimensions of uh, the love, that is, or three types of love um, in the Bible. We we'll just talk about philia, we talk about agape, and we talk about sturge. And there's one that we, you know, we hardly talk about. And uh, some people are experiencing it already prematurely, and that is eros. Amen. I'm going to, you know, explain to us, when we talk about um, agape, we're talking about, uh, okay, we have four types of love, and agape, the difference between agape and others is, is the love from God, and it's unconditional, amen, it's that unconditional love, that is, you're able to love because of what, because you've encountered God, and God's love is flowing through your life, and we keep talking about that, and it's difficult to actually experience the other aspects of love without this one. Amen. Because you just keep walking in error, but if you've encountered agape, if you're experiencing agape, it's very easy for you to, you know, um, um, flow in the other dimension. So if we've been talking a lot about agape, it's good. We're on the right track. And, but we also have to, you know, increase. So another one we're going to talk about um, is, another one we've been talking about is stodge. Stodge. And stodge, um, from Greek, we're talking about the love towards, ooh, towards your brothers and your sisters. How many of us, you know, love our siblings, our family members so much? Amen. So, so many of us, we're experiencing that. Stodge, you know, you will go the extra mile for them. And, of course, it's, sometimes it's not, it's, in short, not just, it's not. It is conditional love because you are able, the reason why you love them is because of what? They are your siblings. That's, you know, it's a condition. 
and uh, we express that, and uh, we just, you know, there's um, a preference. And then the next one is what? Is failure. failure. Failure is the love towards humanity, towards everybody. They might not be connected to you, you know, just anybody. How many of us, you know, you just love somebody, you just see somebody. There's no emotional connection whatsoever with that person, but you just love this person. Amen. And, you know, God has encouraged us. He has told us about this love. You know, just love yourself. And he says, love your neighbor like yourself. So that has to do with um, a lot of expression from failure, but it's still conditional. Have you ever loved somebody just like that before and then you fall out of love from the person? Not emotionally. Not, have you ever, has it happened to you before? Are we together? There's, you know, some whisperings here and there. Please, like, if possible, pay, not if possible, but pay your attention towards me, okay? Uh, I'm just going to be really fast. And so we experience um, failure. You just love a friend and you stop loving a friend. How many of you have, you know, stopped loving somebody before? You know, the person, you're cool with the person, then the person annoys you and, you know, you just, you guys fall out of love. Amen. You're pointing favor, uh, precious. You're falling out of love. Amen. You just love the person. And then there's one called Eros. Eros. Uh, or Eros. Greek, we say Eros. Uh, Eros is not error. It is important. And uh, that's the love in marriage. And uh, so many people have, even from the age of 15, they've been experiencing Eros. Amen. 14, 13. Amen. Uh, like, some people are just smiling. So, uh, like, <laughs> you're looking like you're, sh- you're acting shocked. But maybe you've been practicing. You know, there are some people who have practiced errors even more than married, married couples. Amen. I'm, I'm not here to shake tables. Don't worry. I'm, we're here to progress. So relax, relax, relax. Tell your neighbor, relax. Relax. So many of you have PhD in errors already. So tell your neighbor, relax, relax, relax. And so we are always shy about these things. But inside, you know, there's that thing. Inside, it's burning, you know. If they allow you now, you know, things will happen. Amen. Do you have a witness here? Come on, be sincere. If they allow you, if they allow you, if they allow you, you know, you know there are some people, they, they can't wait to show love. They can't wait to show errors. It's burning. It's burning. There are some people, you know, they are just confused. You know, they give errors to this one today and they look, no, 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 it's not this one. They'll go somewhere else again. How many of you, somebody has been so nice to you before and you get emotionally attached to that person? And so the love you're supposed to experience with that person is maybe, it's not maybe, it's actually failure. And then you begin to engage errors with that person. And then there's one statement one time, you know, how many of us know this statement? You know, when something starts to happen and then maybe the guy or the lady says, so what are we now? And... Of course, we are nothing but pencils in the hand of the creature. <laughs> creator. <laughs> you know, what are we now? And you wonder, like, ah, are we not human beings? Like, what, what, what should we be? Amen. And so we have all of these disorganizations, and uh, it's because, you know, we've not been taught properly on certain things. Even the church had to speak about things like this. Even our parents, our parents are very shy. They, you know, they, they only... You know, sometimes they think maybe you're too smart. You ask certain questions like, you know, where did you, in short, you ask simple questions. Say, where did you get that from? And then you hold that thing throughout your life. You're holding it. And then after school or something, don't worry. Some of you, if they've not started asking you yet, when you finish school, you'll be shocked. The way they won't come, just like, ah, I ain't not seen anybody yet. Ah, is then, 
Is there like, are you not chatting with somebody? But you know, Baba has mastered the art of hiding things. Amen. So, uh, there is somebody, but you don't know if the person should be revealed or not. Amen. You know, am, am I communicating? Oh, glory to God. There is somebody, but you, know, you just look at them and just say, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what is going on. Amen. And so, we, you know, we've mastered the art of hiding many of these things. And even when we come to church, we just think maybe the church is against things like relationship. How many of us feel that way sometimes? You know, you just hide things. How many of us are professional hiders? You know, you hide things. I know you people, you hide. I know you. Amen. You hide things. You don't want anybody to see you with somebody somewhere, even if he's having tea or something. You don't want, how many of us, you know, you're, you're cringing. Your glory be to God is if you go out and nobody sees both of you together. Amen. Are we communicating? And so, and um, that's because of, there's a lot of misconceptions about these things. And in life, we have different phases. We have the first, the first phase is what? Learning phase, like in, in order. We have learning phase, we have phase of execution, we have legacy phase, and then we have a phase of rest. Now, and biologically, everything, you know, you are built, you know, when you check the, the most active life of your, uh, uh, phase of your life, or when, as regards to um, growth and development is what? Is between you know the place of um, being a child and adolescence. That's where everything, a lot of development takes place. And so you, uh, that's your le- learning phase. So if you don't learn some things in your learning phase, you will learn them later. But you will learn with interest, amen. Because you in life, you must pay and you must play. Am I communicating? If there's, you must choose the time to pay and the time to play. If you're going to play now, you'll pay for it later in life. Am I communicating? But you pay with interest. And so the right time to pay for some things, not for some things, for everything is now. You pay your sweat, your time, and everything. And then you come to a place, you know, um, globally they say the normal retirement age is what? It's the age of 60. But there are people who actually retire at the age of what? 40, 45? Because they've worked so hard and they've achieved certain things and it's very easy so this is the phase where we learn all these things so there's nothing bad even like me uh i'm, I'm also speaking to myself you know sometimes shy you know i have some books in my house that i've never opened in my life i bought them with my own money i've never opened them once i just see relay ah stay here you know let this not you know come on have you listened to marriage seminar before and then you begin to picture things and you're like you know you can have this dream, uh, you know, just begin to have, you know, how it's going to be. As it happened to you, I know ladies have that a lot, you know, they listen, but guys, I don't know, guys are bad people. <laughs> just uh, forgive me for using the word bad people. You know, when you're supposed to learn, you're not learning, you just want to practicalize things. And learn, sit down and learn. You want to do bad practicals. Amen. There's a phase for learning. Please, I'm also a guy. Amen. So, we are shooting bullets. We are shooting all us, all of us. Amen. You see, when it's time for a relationship seminar, you see, ladies, they are very passionate about it. But guys, they act like they are close to God. They know everything regarding this area. Am I communicating? Are we? Com- are we? Are we? <laughs> and guys are even, especially if a guy is in a relationship, is always angry when his girl goes for any relationship seminar because because there might be breakup. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Ah, the, the amen is not loud like before again. <laughs> and you just see the person will go for maybe like youth camps. In camp this year, I don't know. I don't know if it was intentional, but 
You know, a mistake can happen, you know, more than twice. Like, I retrieved four rings. Four. Four. I'm serious. I'm not joking. Four. Like, they, that people brought them to me. That, ah. So, it's that people were, you know, they just hear the word and they just take it off. I remember then in first year, the guys who, had, who were in relationship, they would tell you, again, don't go to that church again. Don't, like, don't go there. Because, you know, they are spoiling things. Amen. So, it's not, the church is not to spoil things. It's to lead us correctly. Now, let me tell you, like, okay, I'm not even following the script. Uh, my script, so uh, we're just flowing because even uh, time. Uh, come on, why are you guys frowning face at me? Amen. Let's smile together. Amen. Amen. So, um, we check. How many of us know that divorce is not of God? It's never God's plan for divorce to happen. It's never his plan. It's not like it's not God's plan. But these are things we see today. Even in the church. Now, it would be so f- foolish of you to start, you know, hating or fighting those people who are divorced. Because the problem is not divorce. It's, divorce is simply an effect of something. There's an underlying cause. There's a reason why people are divorcing. And it's common today. You know, look at, today people celebrate baby mamas and, and baby daddies. Amen. And they, they celebrate them. You know, it's now a usual, but family is God's plan. You know, the society, if you check the society, they check a society and um, you will see um, a society is built by what? Um, the, what's the name of, the value system of societies are very important. And where do we pick value systems from? From the family. That's our active phase. You know, what are you picking from family? So many people don't have families. There's nowhere to pick anything. And that's because of what? People have learned things from outside. People have lived based on experiments. Have you seen somebody who has been engaged, who is engaged in a certain movement and all of a sudden it looks like the person comes like, oh, I'm sorry, that thing I said that time was wrong. And I've changed my ways. Has it, have you, it's common today. And so somebody's just saying something, maybe an influencer and people are living their lives based on what an influencer said, who tomorrow might change. Amen. Are we, are we together? Uh, you see somebody, <laughs> okay, this is extra table to shake for the ladies. And there are so many people, especially ladies, you know, influencers, oh, men are what? Men are what? Men are not that, you know, but they'll say they are that. And then the next thing you just say, that person who has been shouting that and that activist is now pregnant. Please, who made you pregnant? This <laughs> is the Holy Spirit. Who gave you that pregnancy? And then they change, the next thing they say, oh, all my life right now is all about my baby. And they're like, ah, like, what change? Amen. And so, we see this, and people live their lives based on the statement. And the reason why those people can continue to thrive in that their realm is because of what the church that has the right information is doing nothing. We are shy about these things. We don't talk about it. So, we don't have the right. So, if the people, you know, you can be doing the wrong thing and not know that you are doing the wrong thing for as long as possible. Because of what nobody has, you know, told you what is right. You've not seen what is right. And even in the church today, you know, even there are spiritual people who are going through bad marriages and everything. That's because of what we've used religion to cover our deficiencies. And so these things must be learned. We said we are what? We are kings and we are priests. And um, like all of us are kings, we are priests. And one of the criterias for a priest 
is what? Healthy marriage, a good family. When Apostle Paul was talking about the bishop, he said the bishop must be a man of what? Of one wife. He must be in charge of his home. His children must listen to him. So if he is not able to lead his family, how can he then lead the church? And so if you are also not able to lead your family, how can you lead the society? Imagine a president, somebody like David, a leader, a king, who had a problem in the home. He was, but thank God for repentance. And that's not what God wants for us. Look at Solomon. In all his wisdom, he became so foolish. He just had sweet mouth. And because like he was rich, but the sweet mouth was flowing. How many wives and concubines? <clears throat> 300 wives, how many concubines? 700 concubines. Some people, that is victory. That's, you know, like, that's victory. You have 1,000, you know, women to your life. But that's problem you've brought to your life. It's heavy problem. And what are you using them to do? Is anybody from Swaziland here? Okay. So, in Swaziland, the king here is so foolish. Every year is marrying. Every year. You know, they will do, and the women, they will be naked, and then the one he chooses, he said, now, I'll marry you, come. It's foolishness. He has power. And that is not what God wants for this society, for all of us. That is not his kingdom plan. He says, the bishop will be a man of what? Of one wife. So, how can you have one, and that one is enough for you? There are systems. That is, and you know, even, and I'm talking both ways, vice versa. I'm not just in, talking about the men alone. It's also for the women. How can one be enough for you? You know, people who have exper experimented relationships before, or maybe probably in one, you will discover that when you, well, for me, I'm not, I don't have PhD in that. And so, from the little knowledge and observation, people in relationships, sometimes if the other person is not giving attention, they get so bored about the relationship and they begin to give attention to another new person. Am I coming? Is it true? And I'm like, even if you have master's degree, you can, you know, concur with me, amen, in that area. So, people get bored of things and, but, so, what are the systems? We know about people who lived one man, one woman for 60, 70 years and they enjoyed each, each other. And some of you, one week, two weeks, three weeks, you're already bored of something. So, there's a system, something is faulty that needs to be addressed. Because imagine how many years have you lived in life? And how many active years of relationship and the small one you have, or not small one, but the one you have, you're already bored. And, you know, either you or the other person, you are, you know, still looking outside. So, I'll, let me tell you, let me, should I promise you if, you, if at this point, you enter one and there's still that urge to look outside, when you enter marriage, ah, you will look outside, where, where? Until something is done. So, we, these things must be addressed. There's a way, there's a system God has created a system he has created that we must embrace. Don't go and, you know, the best, you know, the word of God is true. Anything outside the word of God is a lie. I tell you this, I'll say it again. Anything outside the word of God, or let me put it this way, anything opposite to the word of God is a lie. Am I communicating? Anything. Anything. In short, and if a belief, as a believer, You've not gotten to the point whereby God's word is truth to you. You're either a baby believer or you're not yet a believer. Am I communicating? Are we together? That is, you take God's word and this is what God has said and you receive it. And that is the manual he has created. He created a system. He created you. And then he gave you a system to operate by. The moment you begin to walk outside that system, what would happen? 
there'll be a problem. There are, you know, let me, um, if you create a generator that operates by um, petrol, you know what PMS is, and you decide to put water inside of it, what would happen to the engine? It will knock. It won't work. It can't work. Or you decide to put diesel inside something that is supposed to receive PMS fuel. And with the exact specification, maybe 92, if you decide to put something else inside of it, it's going to cause complication. How many of us know this Tiger Gen? You know, I pass my neighbor. I know many of you are Jebo here. You know, uh, we you know we use it for different things. You know, charge phone and everything. Um, if you're in Nigerian university before, you will know I pass my neighbor. Well, well, amen. So, how many of us know that Gen? If you don't put crude oil inside and mix it with the fuel, it's not going to work. I will not talk now. We don't also this also. <laughs> If you don't, so you might have a full tank, but if there's no small engine oil inside, it's not going to work. That is how it's built to function. And so there is a system God has created for us. And let me tell you, if you as a believer decide to live by the system in the world, your engine would knock. You would just be living a complicated life. There's a system in which he has created. So time is going. Oh, time has even gone. And few things because I actually had a lot of things to say. So it's not enough to be ordained by God. You're a king, you're a priest. It's not enough. You must learn how to be one. Um, Daniel chapter 1. Daniel 1 to um, chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. Say that the king instructed Asphinas, the master of his eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles Young men in whom there was no blemish, but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understanding, who had ability to serve in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans, and so that they would, so that they would be able to serve in the palace of the king. So, for they, though they were ordained, though they, they were from noble families, from royal families, it doesn't mean they were going to serve as royals. They were not fit for service until they learned certain things. So there are requirements. And one of them is that we would have good homes. And today, I encourage you. I also have some books I'm going to share with us. Uh, I have a lot of them, PDF. Settle down and pay attention to this area of life. Don't, if you have money and you have a bad family, forget about it. It's gone. It's gone. It's like if you are in trouble. Am I communicating? You are in trouble. You are in trouble. You are building wealth. There are, you, there are wives who have killed their husband to follow one young boy somewhere. I'm, 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 am I communicating? There are people, there are even husbands who due to insecurity, they've killed their wives. Or they've caused havoc. Because of what? Because something is faulty in their lives. Something. They don't understand certain things. They don't understand that when one, when two people come together, they become one. So every time they are still thinking of separation, their families have a lot of interference in, their, you know, in the family matter. You know, your, your parents, they still, you are a married man and your mother still has a say over your marriage. You are still a child. You are not, you are not like right now they can't say anything, but when you get married, you're, you're, and they can say something, say you are still a child. Or your father can still say something about your marriage. You are still a child. And so, it comes with responsibilities and all these things put together, we must learn them and we must prepare for them. 
And there's a way you learn certain things, you know, when you understand your vision and you've learned certain systems, when you see the wrong thing, you know. You don't, know the spirit, you don't need the Spirit of God to come and, you know, tell you that that's the wrong thing. You see somebody, as a Christian, you're born in, you have a vision for life. And then somebody comes and no matter how attractive that person is, if the person maybe does not have vision or have a different vision, that is already no. But due to, you know, emotional attachment, maybe oh, there's a way he smiles that I like. You know, that's my, that's my devil. What's the call that thing? That's my whatever. And um, they just, you know, you just say, you know, like, you, you don't need the Spirit of God to come and shout to your ears. That no, but, you know, say, when you have certain godly counsels in your life, it's very easy for you to make certain decisions. You have certain systems that you're operating by. Talk about vision. Talk about, you know, many people don't even know, understand themselves. They're just living whatever. And so they see themselves and anybody goes. No, not everybody goes for you. It's impossible. It's impossible. Am I communicating? It's impossible. There are certain requirements that we must meet. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, so we have so many problems in the world, dysfunctional marriages. We even have parents who are not happy in their marriages. But that will not be your portion here in the name of Jesus. And, uh, but we must learn them. Now, I'm not saying go and learn to start to practicalize, you know. You learn today and you do practical tomorrow. No. There's a time, there's a season you engage all those practicals. As you are now, imagine learning anatomy and the next thing you want to start operating patients. You will kill them. So don't cut your destiny short. Learn now. Don't wait till you get married before you start to learn some things. And don't practice some things until you get married. Amen. So, this is the best time to learn. This is the best time to learn. Because when you get married, you start to work and everything. Imagine trying to read some things. God will help us in the name of Jesus. And so, there are so many people marriages, they are divorced. And people don't even believe in marriage anymore because you've heard so many stories out there. But God still, family is still God's plan. And you would get it right. And it's beyond prophesying. There's also action, and we should take actions. We should take actions. I remember when I was very little, I, there was something my dad used to do, even that long time ago. He would just, you know, just come, like, when I was praying or something, just say, begin to pray for your wife. Ah, I was still like six, seven, why did you pray for my wife? Like, say, pray for your wife. I'm like, oh, say, pray for your children. Begin, you know, declare ahead. And then I would do it until, praise God, you know, those era of morning devotion with them left. And then I was like, ah, Somebody just tell me, pray for your wife, pray for your wife, pray for your wife. It's now. I, mean, I now understand. Ah, there are seeds to be sown in advance. There are seeds you sow in advance. And so if you have not started doing that, it's not, it's not, it doesn't mean you are desperate. And if you are doing that, don't let anybody make you feel you're doing the wrong thing. You're doing the right thing. Pray in advance. There are so many people who have pictures of their children. Anybody like that, you know, you know, you have pictures. Why are you looking like that? Are you still shy inside this thing again? Like, some people don't even have. I'm, you have. <laughs> Thank you, God. But she said she has. So, who else has? You see, you don't even know if I, I know some. In those, it's those, now it's already foreign. When I say foreign, it's already, you know, old school. In those days, people will say, oh, I want to give birth to two children, three children. And, you know, that's it. I mean, do we still talk about things like that? Do we believe in such? It's only ladies. Brothers are just looking. 
you know, amen. So you have to have a plan, and it's part of your plan for life. I'm children, the spacing is not things don't just, you know, if you don't plan life, life is going to plan you. Life is going to make a plan for you. And so we must have all of these plans and be intentional about all of them. About all of them. And when God sees them, he keeps directing us in the name of Jesus. So with, because there's no time, we have to move to the next segment of the church. I have some books, uh, PDF, there are some hard copies, but since so many people cannot uh, share the hard copies, and I have a problem all of this, um, since four years ago with giving hard copies because people don't return them. But I have some soft copies. Uh, somebody I trust so much. Uh, when I say, when you say trust, he has not just said them, but he has lived them. He lived it. You know, and um, many people have theories. Have you ever given somebody advice before that you yourself, you know you, have, you, don't, you don't use the advice for yourself? Amen. If, if, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me do something. How many, how many of us are in second year and above or you've graduated before? Anybody? We have some doctors here. Now, if a first-year student comes to you, say, how, how would I succeed in school? You begin to see wisdom from your mouth that you never used. You begin to say, you know, you have to do this, you have to study like this, and in your mind, you're like, I, if only I use this. Many of us only know we are wise when we advise people. Amen. How, am I communicating? And so you know, you know, you know the right things. And so it's not about knowing, but also doing. And when somebody has done something and he's saying the same thing, there are two things that are happening. You're not just enlightened, you are also imparted. There's a spirit of impartation that is being released. If it's, uh, if, you know, everybody knows like, okay, um, God wants you to be healed. Ah, in the name of you, you're going to be healed. But if somebody's operating in that healing anointing and he begins to teach you about healing, you, you're not just enlightened, you are also imparted. And so somebody I trust so much um, in, uh, by grace of God, He's been my, though he's late, he has been my mentor. I've never met him in my whole life. He's been my mentor from afar for as long, as long, since 2006. When I started reading his books on the kingdom of God and on so many, he's Myles Moreau. He has he's written so many books and um, on, when we talk about uh, marriage, uh, singles, and, what, and all of that, even understanding the purpose of man. So I have one, one is fatherhood principle. From now, this is, many of you, God wants to raise responsible fathers. Amen. Responsible fathers. And uh, fathers should learn. You are a potential father. In the next, many of you, maximum 10 years, you're already a father. Isaac. <laughs> maximum 10 years, you're already a father. And he, I know you might think it's far. But you see it. It will come to pass. I'll give you one very funny story. I hope you laugh. Amen. It's just, <laughs> okay. I remember when I was very uh, little, you know, I hated woman uh, because I had uh, three sisters and then my mom. And I hated the fact that we're at home and then somebody's losing air inside there. Go to salon or something. Don't like, how many of us don't like air around the house? Uh, is your is your baby here? Would they beat you? <laughs> Just say, man. I mean, I don't like it. Well, some people are shy. Me, I don't like it. Like anything, air or anything, they will lose air. And I was just, you know, irritated. So, and of all things for my mom to do, one day she was listening, I said, I should come and uh, join them and learn how to lose air. And I was like, I, the way I frowned, 
And then she made a statement that, leave him. These are the ones that when they get married, you will see them jumping around their wife. And yes, I just like, this man, leave me alone. So, uh, well, I don't know why I'm, okay. This, you know, just a reference in, I think, 2017. And uh, that was, you know, I entered a relationship I thought was going to be it. And so I had people around. And then, you know, my babe now, she was washing her hair. And then I did not know when comrade enter the bathroom. I was washing the hair. Hey! And so immediately I saw it. I remember that thing. My mother said, like, hey, comrade is falling. You know, we've lost one comrade. And so there's so many things. No, I'm not saying, you know, go and be washing hair or something. Well, I'm just like, but in marriage, you know, when you get married, it's good. These are things. I've not, I've not, I'm not yet married. But I'm just saying that, you know, these are things, you know, there's a lot of affection, a lot of gist that go on there, a lot of connection. Are we together? If, if what I said was not good, sorry. Amen. <laughs> because look, some people are irritated by, you know, how can I watch the <laughs> anything? Amen. So, fatherhood principle, one book. Next one, keys for living single. Keys for living single. Uh, <laughs> David, why are you yawning? <laughs> Amen. That's, uh, next one is Keys for Marriage. These are books. Kingdom Parenting, How to Be a Better Father. Some of you, you don't, didn't like how your fathers or your mothers uh, were parents to you. Amen. If you, don't, if you didn't like it, you can improve on it. Amen. You can improve. There's room for improvement. Uh, it says the fatherhood principle is another one. The purpose and power of love and marriage. When, uh, um, it was the same as who says, says when the purpose of a thing is not known abuse is inevitable you begin to use it for something else for some people marriage is all about giving birth to children and that's why they are still in their marriage because they have children if there was no children attached to that marriage they would have gotten out of that marriage for them it's all about children but there is more to um, love and there's more to marriage Understanding the purpose and power of women. Men, you should read this one. I recommend it to every man. Women are powerful. You need to understand the power in women. I've read this one myself. Understand, I've also read this one. Understanding the purpose of men. You should read it. Women should also read it. I've read it myself. Waiting and dating. You should. Uh, there's a waiting period. How to enjoy waiting period. There's a lot to maximize in the waiting season. And it's going to be a blessing. Then this other one, single, married, separated, and life after divorce. Uh, I've also read this one. It's an amazing book. And um, this, they use the word life after divorce. And there's so many Christians who got into marriage. Like I said, divorce is not God's plan. But now they are divorced and they are Christians. Okay, we they now die. So they, sh they, also, they also need what? They also need help and how to live after divorce. What, you know, you know discovery, you know, discover themselves and also build that confidence in themselves. Just like the woman by Samaritan well, um, uh, uh, by the well in Samar uh, Samaria. And who Jesus Christ said that she has been with how many men? Five men. And the one she's even with right now is not her husband. So the woman was a legend. And Christ, sorry, I use the word legend. <laughs> just, and uh, she still met Christ, and 
God still used her and there was confidence. The woman was so bold that even after meeting Jesus Christ, she had, now, if you read that story very, very funny, you know, very good story, is when she went to the city, it was men who followed her. That means the woman was hot kick. You know, just, when she went to announce them that I've met the Messiah, the Bible did not say men and women followed her. It said men, you know, followed her to this Messiah and afterwards, the whole city gathered to hear. And so there's a lot. So these books are amazing books. Uh, I have them in PDF. I can always send them to you anytime. You can also meet upright. I'm going to send it to him. And then that way, or maybe your own group leaders. And God is going to help us in the name of Jesus. Can we be on our feet? Time has gone. Can we be on our feet? Father, we bless your name, Lord. Just give him praise.